You are listening to Waffle, the bite-sized podcast with Paul Jenkins. First broadcast on Rossendale Radio on the 27th of September 2020. This week, Paul talks to Jack Forrest, who runs Bury Youth Theatre. They talk about how the group has had to adapt during the Covid crisis, the impact it has had on theatres in general, and they share their love of a certain movie. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Waffle Hour. It's Paul Jenkins here. Every week we speak to either a poet or a performer or a playwright or a theatre director or practitioner. And this week we've got somebody who is in the thick of it. Jack Forrest, can you hear me? I can. Excellent. It's a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, now you're, you. You're the director of Berry Youth Theatre. I am, yes. That's that's quite an immense title to have. I should imagine that's that that's been a, a a pretty big thing to be able to take on, especially recently. I should imagine. Yeah, um, it's it's been it's been a year, hasn't it, for us all, especially in the uh, in the arts. Yes, um, but nothing we can't handle. Exactly. On. Exactly. They throw these things our way. Just to, this is like just a, an opening night of a show, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I've yes, had worse things exactly. happen backstage. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, Jack, do you want to give us a, just a little bit of detail about, about yourself, first of all, just about uh, about how you got involved in the arts in the first place? So it's been something that I've wanted to pursue as a career a long, long time, all my life. Um, started really focusing on it towards the end of high school, obviously mm. took performing arts as GCSE, um, really, really sort of thought, oh, there might be something here for me. Um, went to college, studied musical theatre for two years, right, uh, and then went off to uni and did three years um, at the University of Bolton studying theatre and performance. I bet I was going to say I bet there's some memories from that from from my drama degree. There's, there's it's the productions I think that kind of stick in my mind. What's it up? was? Yeah, it was. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. those three years. It, we, we were a very very small cohort, um, so there was only six of us on the entire course. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so that's uh, that's pretty much you could do cell block tango, but nothing else from Chicago. That's that's <laughs> <laughs> indeed. But no, it was we had a really good time, sort of figuring out what we could make work for us and mm. putting stuff together. And by the end of it, we were, we all, we were and still are very very close. I should imagine you probably just had it was like an ensemble all the way through your course. I would have thought. Yes. Yeah. It was. We were we were a good little company. Yeah. And uh, where did that take you after then? So after that, I. I started at Berry Youth Theatre very shortly after that mm-hmm. as um, the workshop assistant. Um, and then I was there for a year. And then at the end of my first year, Mark, the old director, mm-hmm. basically sat me down and said, how would you like to take over from me starting in September? I, I was going to say, I, I should just point out, because having met Mark before, I, I'm sure he's, he's, uh, he's uh, the old director is, is, is possibly uh, just, uh, he's, he was the previous director. Uh, there's not that, that Mark is in his 90s. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he really won't forgive me for that one. He won't forgive you for that one. I believe one of his kids goes to the youth theatre, so he's, uh, you'll be seeing him soon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> Uh, so that must—that's quite a mantle to take on, though, isn't it? You sort of because you, you feel like you've got the responsibility for all these young people. Yeah, and considering that 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 youth group in in some way has been running longer than I've been alive <laughs> is it's pretty scary. Um, but you know, we like a challenge, mm-hmm. so and uh, we're still going on. I've been doing it for this is my third year as director now. 
And so, uh, and how have you found that? Of, of of let's let's go for pre 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 COVID. Let's how how were you finding things with the production side of things and 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 developing that and workshops and skills and all the rest of it? How did you structure things? So pre obviously pre COVID, I have always taken my inspiration for what I wanted to do within those sessions from the participants themselves, mm. because there's nothing worse than sitting through a class of something that somebody else thinks is interesting. Yeah. Um, so I always ask the kids, what do you want to learn? What do you want to do? And then from their answers, I'll form something and we'll start devising something. Um, but it, it's one of those things that you, you can plan and you can plan and you can plan as much as you like uh, to direct a youth theatre, but you're never going to stick to those plans ever yeah and, and i i should imagine there's probably a lot of uh, games and improvisation stuff and and I, I suppose little habits and characters kind of fall out of that as well in the in the process yes. yeah one of the uh the things that really does make me laugh about about that group is the amount of characters that they create <laughs> and then they stick around for years sometimes we've got we've got little characters that have formed from improvisations that are still referenced to this day um, but that's the beauty of it, I think. It's personal to them, and they've got little in-jokes, and they've got little things that only they would sort of find funny within that group, and it's it's quite pleasing to see, really. It is great, and you get a sense of ownership. I did youth theatre as well. Incidentally, my youth theatre, I was I was in Basildon, so I was in Basildon Youth Theatre. It was also called BYT, so <laughs> so it's it's uh, it's great. Well, that it's, it's like it's carried lot, on. There's a lot of BYTs about. We've got Burnley Youth Theatre, yep. also uses BYT, so yeah, it's well, a good name. It's a good it's, name. It's not broke. Let's not fix it. It's uh, exactly. it sounds good. Um, we've uh, unfortunately we have to play music on this show as well. But you, you've taken charge of the playlist this afternoon. Uh, and oh. uh, now, now I, I can't, there's a link between your first song and your third song. But what have you gone for your first song with? Uh, <laughs> so my first song is a song called "No Worries" by mm-hmm. McFly, um, and I chose it because it's just so relentlessly happy. And I think at, at times like these that we're currently living through, a little bit of relentless happiness can't be a bad thing. I think that's a very good thing indeed. Let's have a listen. The Frequency. 104.7. The Area. Rossendale Valley. The Station. Rossendale Radio. Paul Jenkins here on the Weekend Down. It's our waffle segment, uh, and uh, we talk to somebody each week uh, who is involved in the arts in some way or another, and Jack Forrest is with me. Uh, Jack, we were just talking about first nights, uh, and you were, you were telling me that, uh, that that some people you know were, were very close to their, their opening night, or was it their opening oh, night? It, it was their opening night, um, yeah. A, a, a local production of Nine to Five. Um, oh, the Dolly Parton shut, musical. The Dolly Parton musical got shut down on their opening night. They arrived at their venue. Yeah, and were turned away at the door. Oh my goodness! We were we were taken into lockdown that day. That is that is heartbreaking because anyone it's who knows gutting because you, you spend months you know directors well directors and production people spend you know sometimes years planning planning in their heads about how they're going to work things but casts spend all that time invested in learning lines and getting everything going I just uh, did, did were they uh, is there any plans to get that one back on do you know I don't think so unfortunately <sighs> I think it's sort of it's it's run its course now because obviously it was supposed to be on back in March so I suppose you can only sort of just it ticking over for so long and yeah. you lose cast and you lose crew and look back on what would have been i suppose yeah well uh, yeah. now now so you didn't do that right for for, for very youth theater obviously the lockdown came so people weren't allowed to meet in groups you went into the dreaded world of zoom with them oh 
<laughs> that's a that's a sigh and a half that I've heard from many many people in the arts over the last what? six I months. Was so optimistic in the first few weeks, <laughs> and I was oh this is all so fresh and new, and it's a new way to deliver drama. By week thirteen, Zoom. Yeah, I'm so glad to be back in a room. But <laughs> zoom, zoom out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> But having said that, it's the what you managed to get out of it was actually something pretty unique about what they managed to create together. Yeah. Um, so we took part in Company Threes, which is one of the big sort of youth theatre companies in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this sort of initiative where we would use the lockdown as a positive thing and we would do things that we wouldn't normally do. So we had um, we made a little time capsule um, every week throughout the sort of 12 weeks that we were we were doing the online sessions um so every week i'd sort of give them a theme or give them a task to do or just something creative to sort of keep them ticking over because i know that that the lockdown was just it was pretty unbearable for creative people like like people who attend youth theaters and and especially people like me who Mm. sort of it's 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 my livelihood it's my job so it kept me going a little bit as well and I think those, but those little check-in points were really important for people. And I should imagine for yes. young people in particular, having that those familiar faces at least once a week. Yeah, you know, even if it is through a screen, at least they they've got that sense of routine about it. Yeah. Um. And it's... and like you said, there was there was some varied stuff that you did with them as well, creatively. Yeah. So, um, we were doing things like the most creative thing you can do with household objects. Mm-hmm. We did self portraits with things we could find around the house great um we did things new skills that they'd learned and it was just a case uh, somewhere for them to showcase hmm. a bit of who they are as people as well as who we are as, as a theater group and so, that that time capsule so that that sort of fit what did they, they send you film footage each week of and it was just short stuff wasn't it yeah just like 10 15 second clips of of them doing something or of them creating something so i think the most the the most fun i had with them was i set them a task to do something that would look cool when played backwards (laughs) oh that's that's Um, that's it so what did you get from that oh we had people pouring glasses of water over their heads right we had uh people throwing their shoes on from the opposite side of the room oh that we makes yeah that would look really cool backwards thinking about it yes <laughs> yeah we had uh we had jedis obviously a lot of force users in in byt mm-hmm. um, a lot of people summoning things to their hands just a lot of a lot of very cool stuff a jigsaw somebody did a jigsaw backwards oh yes i suppose yeah that would look yeah very good i, I think i'm gonna try this out actually i'm gonna film some yeah, backwards things so they they just sort of um they did a jigsaw and then they filmed themselves taking it apart mm. And, and then it looks fantastic backwards. doing yeah, it the other it way around. Really cool going the other way around, yeah. So yeah, just a lot of really cool creative stuff to keep to keep them ticking over, but also it, it was to keep me ticking over. It was to give me something to do because sitting and editing those every week sort of gave me a bit of right. We're still going. Mm. We're still there. The arts are still a thing. Yeah, tell tell me about it. I was broadcasting from my living room for forty five days straight. It was <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, and it was, I mean, it was great. I was making connections with all sorts of people all over the country, sending poems and things like that. But there was a point. There were so many stuffed toys in my house. It looked like the broom cupboard from uh, CBBC. <laughs> CBBC. It, yeah, uh, and so we we eventually got to the point. Where we go. We can't live like this any longer. We must go back <laughs> to normal. <laughs> Oh, it it does sound like you've you've been an a, just absolute trooper all the way through lockdown. But now you're back. You're you're back we're in back. the space. We're back in the room. We're social distanced. Mm-hmm. Things have changed, but we are back. 
and there's the, the kind of regulations work for uh, youth groups doesn't it i think that's the, the 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 meeting as long as you're still keeping social distancing the the, yeah. the lockdown rules are sort of uh, in the same way that schools are that you can you can do those kinds of events yeah we've had to make certain changes so we've had to we used to be one large group of, of 25 people but mm-hmm. now it's 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 two smaller groups of, of 15 but it, it's 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 things like that that you've got to make compromises and you've got to say well if it's going to get us back in a space then these changes are necessary and it's going to keep people safe so that's 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 the main thing really and those kids that can't make it they're streaming into the before they're, they're streaming into the performance space with you aren't they we are we trialed it for the first time uh, this week just gone on wednesday um it's a very very surreal experience having people in the room but also people on zoom yeah so we managed to hook my laptop up to the projector so mm. we could see them nice and big and they could hear us really clearly and they could see everything was going on so it was like having our group back together but <laughs> together apart together apart that sounds together very apart. familiar that was it. We'll, we'll use that we'll look back on that one in years to come uh right uh, we've got a, now I, i'm wondering about whether where your inspiration for this next one's come from because you're not a scotsman uh and not. uh but uh, but sunshine on leith the proclaimers is this from the musical um well it it can be from the musical Mm. but it's just the song i just find the song just utterly gorgeous and obviously in my life work i listen to so much music and some just really sticks out at you so when i was tasked to pick three songs it was probably the most difficult decision that i've ever made but this one definitely uh definitely deserves to be on there it's very uplifting here's the proclaimers Playing more of the songs you like. This is 104.7 Rossendale Radio. It's 104.7 Rossendale Radio. It's a Sunday afternoon and this is my final part, sadly, of my interview with uh, Jack Forrest. Uh, Jack and I have been chatting about uh, well, all sorts of things, about the future, about uh, what the arts is going to be like. It, I, I'm not going to ask you to predict it, Jack. Do you, do you think we'll ever see the end of this? Will we ever meet in public again to watch shows? Oh, it's, it's a little bit heartbreaking, really, isn't it? Um, we're such an industry that it's just so dependent on people and it's just so dependent on being together yeah um so just listening to some things that our current government are saying about the arts is is, it's just a little bit heartbreaking but we're gonna fight our industry to Mm. our dying breath Uh, we will be back do you get do you get that feeling that actually people are and this is what we we try not to be political but i think it's it's important to kind of talk about this um do you feel like people are kind of mobilizing now and saying actually you know you need to really pay attention to the arts because if you drop the ball on this one this is a massive part of the economy that we're we're going to lose I th- yeah, I think what people don't realise is is what goes into the arts. So mm-hmm. people say that, oh well, it wouldn't be too bad if if you know theatre went away. But it's not just theatre. If you've ever watched a television program, mm-hmm. if you've ever listened to a song, if you've ever written a book, that is the arts. Yeah, and if that goes away, then there's there's going to be nothing left. It's. I think it's as well is that those are the things that people have turned to all the way through this lockdown. They've exactly. gone. What, what did you do? Well, I spent most of it watching Netflix. That didn't happen by accident. Um, no. You know all of those things, and uh, and I think we. Re- I think you're right. I think we've got to we've got to stand together. We've got to kind of shout loudly about it because it is very easily forgotten. Exactly, and it's not just it's not just actors and directors and choreographers either. It's set designers and stage crew and stage managers and producers and production managers. There are so many people that are crying out for our jobs back. 
um, and and to be and to be told that we are unskilled workers this week. It's just the cherry on the top of the cake. Yeah, okay, it was. If I carry uh, on talking about this, I get very upset. In which so. case, I will divert it because you, because you, <laughs> you and me both, we will turn into right. We'll turn into the two blokes at the theatre bar that are going to put the world to rights at the end of the night. Um, <laughs> but on that note, I tell you what, we will do. We we should. What we've discovered from having this conversation off air uh, is that both you and I have a shared theatrical experience uh, that, that that is kind of very passionate to both of us, and it relates yes. to your. And it's, it all came out of the fact that you chose. The Power of Love by Huey Lewis is your final I song have. choice, which we will get to. Where, where, why did you choose that particular song, Jack? So, well, for two reasons, really. The, 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 the arty reason is because it's the last song I heard in a theatre before uh, lockdown. Yes. Um, but the main reason is it's because it's from Back to the Future and that is just the most fantastic film well, well, I was going to say it's the last thing I heard in a theatre as well. Uh, I was, I was, I, I was very lucky. I went to the world premiere. We were, and we had front row seats, which it turns out weren't the best seats because six rows back would have been the best seats. But my goodness, what a show! The oh, musical version of of an amazing film. What a show! I mean, what what are your memories of that night? Because mine was it was just a blur. Because I was, uh, I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm in a room with Bob Gale watching a film, watching a film that's on a stage. <laughs> I just remember sitting, I went with my mum, I remember sitting next to my mum, and I don't think I've ever been so still (laughs) during a show (laughs) in my entire life. The, the, I don't want to spoil anything, but the first reveal of the DeLorean made me audibly gasp like I was in some kind of cartoon. Have you got any idea how they did that? I do. Because I, I couldn't, but because we were on the front row, which it's suddenly, and, I, and this is not spoiling things, but in the same way as the film happens, the DeLorean just appears. Appears, it, yeah. It's, it's not there, and then suddenly it's there. And this is a car we're talking about. This is proper David Copperfield stuff they've got going yeah. on. I don't know how on earth, because, I, and I've, I've done, I did stage um, uh, sort of management and design and special effects as my theatre degree. I have absolutely no idea how they did that. <laughs> it's beyond uh, me. It's uh, it's uh, I've got I've got my sources. I I, <laughs> I I actually worked at the Opera House in the Palace for five years whilst I was at uni. Right. Um. So I've obviously got a lot of friends who work there, and a lot of friends that are you know cleaning the theatre between shows and and maybe see things that that the audience aren't meant to see. Let's put it that way. Is it like but everything think, else in in life that actually the theatrical shows? It looks really glitzy from the front, but it's all held together with gaffer tape at the back. Everything in theatre is held together with gaffer tape. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> My career is held together with gaffer tape. I, I think through lockdown, most of most of our souls are held together with gaffer tape. <laughs> It'll stick anything if you go. Oh, it's 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 been absolutely brilliant talking to you, Jack. I, I, have you got any? Once uh, the now the lockdown's sort of uh, sort of in that kind of weird stage, and you managed to get the group together, are there any plans for for where the group is headed, or are you just taking it week by week at the moment? We're, we're taking it week by week. We've got we've got plans of where we want to go. Um, we're obviously working towards something, but obviously we can't have an audience in to watch it. So I think we're going to delve into the world of multimedia Ooh. and film. I think that's the way we're going to go. I think that's the way to do it. Then you can people can enjoy it over and over again. We can. Indeed. I tell you what. Whatever you do, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll connect up. We'll see if we can share it here at Rossendale Radio, and then uh, you can broadcast to the wonderful Rossendale Valley. The people of Bake Up and Todmorden can see what the uh, uh, what, what the youth of Berry are up to. How about that? Fantastic. There you go. We'll make sure that happens. Uh, we've got your final song coming. Power of Love. Huey Lewis in the news. Um, where can people go if they want to uh, find out more information about Berry Youth Theatre? 
So we're on all the, the normal social media platforms. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, <laughs> we're on Instagram. So you just uh, search Very Youth Theatre on any of those, you'll find us. Or you could look on the Mets website, uh, where have got a little page on there. Or if you want some more information, you can email uh, Berry, uh, the young company at themets.org.uk. That's wonderful. Jack Forrest, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. We're going to finish off with Huey Lewis and the news. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. 104.7 Rossendale Radio. And there you go. We come to the end of another Waffle the Bite Sized podcast. Thank you very much to Jack Forrest from Berry Youth Theatre uh, for spending some time with us on a Sunday afternoon, uh, chatting us through the way that Berry Youth Theatre works in general. And then, of course, the way it had to operate in lockdown. I think they did absolutely sterling work, uh, making sure that both the, both the youth theatre leaders and everybody uh, involved with the youth theatre, the young people in particular, uh, were kept occupied. And it looks like they were being as creative as they possibly could be in the circumstances. Best of luck to them for the future and i hope that uh, they can find a way forward in the in amongst all the restrictions at the moment we'll be back with another guest next week uh, all it remains for me to do is to say a massive thank you to everybody our friends at rossendale radio for allowing us to broadcast on a sunday afternoon and of course to melanie kemp for all of her work producing and editing waffle the bite Size podcast we will be back with you next week i will see you very very soon stay safe everyone